Dottore. 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 Bolas! You idiot, what are you doing waking me up? It's the middle of the night in August! I have terrible news for you, terrible news! <laughs> terrible news! It seems uh, someone who shall remain nameless has accidentally deleted episode 15 of Blaster Podcast from off the internet! Bolas? Was it you? No, Dottore, I swear, I'm not even allowed to use the keyboard. Then who, Bolnaz? Who could have betrayed me? Who is so cunning? Who has the gule to incredulously betray <laughs> Dottore, wake up! Bolnaz, what is it? What? Dottore, the file has been deleted. We must replace it. Can you even do that with a podcast? Is that even possible to do with a podcast, even? Yes, it is. We need to resubmit the file. Toot sweet! That's what they used to call me in grade school. They'd say, hey, sweet toots, come around here, and then they'd punch me in my blast ripper. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny now that I think about it. Dottore, I'm going to resubmit episode 15 for your listeners to download. Hopefully they won't be too angry with you. <laughs> I don't think they'll get angry with me. People love Dottore. They love what I stand for. They love my mellifluous voice. So if they're going to get any at Mangry, it's going to be the person who deleted the file in the first place. And if I find that you deleted my file off the internet, I'm going to leave you abandoned in some foreign planet with a spike through your eye. We'll make it happen. Foreshadowing! Um, <laughs> no, of course it wasn't me. Uh, all right. Well, listeners, enjoy this rerun of episode 15, starring Keith Hand as the special guest, all about Mars. Hazuzu! Hazoomph! Hazoigle! Marsons! And now we do the rerun of the episode 15, and now I'm going to follow... Just enjoy the episode. Captain's Log, Stardust, April O'Neill, 2013. It has been six of days since we slipped the girly bonds of Earth and journeyed far off into the space galaxy in search of our destination, the third planet from the sun, Marms. I, Dottore Belordo, man of science, am accomplished by Balmaz, the kobold, and my special guest, Keith Hand, the human. The trip has been an Argentinious one. We're nearly out of Nutty Bundy bars, and the water-to-urine converter is on the freak again. I fear my lesser-brained compatriots grow disquiet in their tiny minds and ugly hearts. We may not have much time before an all-out riot happens, just like in Mutiny on the Beast. We must reach Marms or die. Captain's Bog, over and out. Voice note, February 15th, 2014. This is Balnaz, kobold slave. Not a slave! I bought you fair and square. And acting pilot of the pod chamber. Due to the solar radiation, the pod chamber's computer has been compromised. I am now responsible for maintaining the ship's course, speed, oxygen levels, avionics, fuel supply, janitorial services, and card catalog. I haven't slept soundly in five weeks, and when I do, I'm tormented with voices from beyond the stars. Oh, the voices! <laughs> Despite this burgeoning madness, I endeavor to fulfill my duties to keep the crew safe because I am a kobold with honor and dignity. 
Dottore is not as concerned with the survival of the crew. He proposed resorting to cannibalism, and that was before we left Earth. Balma's out! This is Keith Hand, guest on episode 15 of Blaster Podcast. Dottore told me this recording would only take like two hours. It's been ten months. This is the first time I've been let out. Somebody please send help. Attention, Scalawags! This is your Krampus speaking. Good news! We've reached Mars. Prepare for landing! Attention, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, scientists and brains of all ages. It is time once again for Blastro Podcast. <laughs> and now broadcasting directly from the pod chamber, that man of science, Dottore. <laughs> Successful dismute. Take that, Mars 2 lander. The cobalt got impaled by that thing. The thing over there. It has a name. It's called an eye beam. You okay up there, Balnaz? Oh, my tapetum fell off. Enough! Welcome, humans, to episode 15 of Blastro Podcast. I'm your lovable hoist, Tutore Bolordo, and today our special guest is expert tinkerist and member of the Planetary Defense Force, Keith Hand. Keith, thank you for being here today. Seriously? Hmm. I have literally been trapped in the pod chamber for ten months. You're welcome. So, Keith. What made you want to schlep on down to contribute to today's episode? Well, you told me that we'd be discussing Mars on the podcast, and I was interested. And then when I showed up, you hosed me down with liquid nitrogen, shoved me in a locker, and said that you were conducting a simulated mission to Mars. It has been simulating, hasn't it? And now we've arrived on the actual factual planet Mars. This is not at all what I wanted. Sometimes what we want and what we need are two different things. John Beatles told me that. Now then, tell our listeners who you are and what you like to do for fun. Dittori, I have intense hypothermia, you barely fed me, and we just crashed on a planet we cannot survive on. We'll be asphyxiated in a matter of hours, and instead of working on a solution, you want to chit-chat about my hobbies? Of course! When life gives you Martians, make marinade. I'm not going to spend my final hours talking in circles with an idiot! Forget about it. What? I said forget about it! <laughs> what? Where am I? What just happened? Welcome, Keith. You're on Blaster Podcast! Why do I feel like I just lost a giant chunk of my brain? Probably just had gas. Oh, are we talking about Mars today? For a Martian, my Martian. All right, then, let's get to it. Huzzah! <laughs> hey, Keith! Hi, Dottori. Keith, what's your name for the reckoned? My name is Keith Hand. <laughs> it certainly is. Keith, welcome to the pod chamber. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. It's good to be me. It's good to it's good to be bees. Yeah. Although I did you know I like to kill them. You kill bees? I'm like the Dexter of bees. Are you responsible for colony collapse syndrome? Indeed. You've been busy. Yes. Well, it's my it's truly my calling. I'm a man of science, but 
really what I love, what I want to pass on to future generations, is genocide. Yeah, it's not genocide if it's a different animal. Fair enough. Yeah. Point to Tory. Wait, point to Tory where? Point to Tory towards your mother's face. I have no idea what you're talking about. Keith, welcome to Blaster Podcast. We are here today to talk at you. We're going to talk all about Mars. Okay. Mars, the planet. Yes. All right, not the kind of candy. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But before we get into any of that jibbin' jabbin', Keith, who are you? What do you like to do? Well, I am somebody who works here in the city of Chicago, the great city of Chicago. Right. Here in Chicago, where we are now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just uh, just got off work. I got the invite to uh, come on over and do this podcast, so I thought I'd come on down. Yeah, buddy! So, yeah, so I'm an educator here in the city. I teach youngins all about science. Younglings! Younglings. And in my free time, I do a show called the Planetary Defense Force. Woo! Now, Keats, I had one of your defensemen earlier on the show, twice. Then Danny North, he did also Planetary Defense Force also. Yes. What's it all about? Give us the real information. Uh, the real deal? Yeah. The inside scoop? Show us behind the apron, as it were. Well, behind the apron, it's it's all about games. It's all about playing games. Playing games. Playing games. We play games with a player. We call a player up on stage. They are the hero in the story, and they compete against us in a live-action, essentially a video game-style game where they move around a board, they fight cast members that are playing various characters, and the outcome of those fights will determine the outcome of the story. That's very interesting. So it, the, the players of the James Show fight you and your buddies, the Planetary Defense Force, and well, then... kind of. What? So, so the Planetary Defense Force is on the side of good. On the side of good. We can't all be on the side of good in every episode, because that'd be really boring. So we have some cast members play the villains. Like when Starro jumps on your face and controls your brind? Spyro? Starro? The dragon? No, Starro's an alien who got on Superman's face like a face hugger, and then he controlled his mind, and then it was hard for the Justice League because they had to figure out how to fight Superman with it, but he was controlled by an alien beast! Yeah, that sounds pretty rough. Right! Why didn't they just attack the alien beast? Oh, hmm. That would have worked a lot better. I think they were trying to sneak up on it from behind. Yeah. And just shoot straight through old Soup's skull into the back of the beast. Yeah, that's that seems doable. Yeah. You know he has a secret weapon. Mm. Uh, I mean secret weakness. What's that? Ladies. He is a, gl- a glutton of womanizing. So that's the, that's the secret history of, of Superman, the one that doesn't make the tabloids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows about kryptonite. Right. My favorite element. But it turns out that ladies... It's true kryptonite. Yeah, because ladies can get under his skin, metaphorically. <gasps> they are the ones with invisible touch. Yeah. <laughs> Soon they tear you apart. We all remember that Eminem song. Keats. <clears throat> Planetary Defense Farce is a live show. It's a fun James show. Yes. And you do it in Chicago. Yes. Yeah, we uh, perform in Chicago. Right now, we don't have a show. Ooh. <laughs> What? But uh, we are currently working on a side project for the summer, and then the Planetary Defense Force will return in the fall. Sweet. They'll be back. It's like your favorite television show. Yeah, exactly. We, we had a season. The season ended with a massive cliff, cliffhanger. A cliffhanger? A cliffhanger. Cliss, cliss Cliss of Flockhart. 
Yes, so Callista Flockhart came. Massive for once. That girl needs to eat a hot dodge. Because do- she's so dodge? thin. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like a bag of buns. Yeah, so we were very concerned that she would break while we were doing the show. Right. Yeah, the dancing the dancing baby was the best part of that show. You know, uh, some of our listeners will be too young to remember the dancing baby of Screw Alan Peel. Screw the young? Keith, whoa, 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 whoa. I learned whoa, that whoa, whoa. is a bad idea back when I was a TA in graduate school. So here, let me rephrase that. Yes? Forget the young. Did I forget something? Forget the young. Forget Forgetting something. Nothing! Keith! Hey! In addiction to being a planetary defense forester, forest preserve warden, you also like to tinker. Yes. You, I, I would call you a gunsmith if you made guns. Which I don't. But you do tinker on gun-like objects. What are they? Nerf weapons. Nerf weapons. Yes, I like taking them from a delightful children's toy into something that I do not feel comfortable shooting at my fellow co-workers. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a hobby of mine, and you, they continue to make it more and more difficult. You could say that you are a modder? Yeah, I believe that that would be what you would be called. Why did you get into the, moderi- the moderation of these Nerf guns? Because I like Nerf guns, and I've always been disappointed with how far they fire. I remember the commercials for the old Balzuka. Yeah. The old Balzuka looked like that thing would shoot like a football field. Mm-hmm. Shot like 20 feet. <laughs> Very disappointing as a child. And so I swore upon my mother's grave. Whoa, boy, it's getting heavy. She was killed by a Balzuka, wasn't she? She was. She was killed by a stray Balzuka shot. But not in the way you would think. She no. was hanging off a cliff, and she's like, Keith, tie that fishing line to the Balzuka ball 30 feet away from me yeah, and, and fire it. And it went 29 feet. Only went 29 feet. No! It was the injustice of it all. You might wonder how I knew of this traumatic memory of yours. Yeah, actually, that is kind of concerning. Yep. <clears throat> all of my guests I do a very, very thorough background check on. I use a program called Prism, and I view your web files. Oh. And I collaborate together the information. You know what? I... I think I need to cancel an appointment. Uh, just give me a second. I just have to use my cell phone. Of course. Quick. Just going to... Huh. Don't seem to be getting any signal. No service? No service. That's weird. Maybe it's just the neighborhood the Vod Chamber is in. <laughs> Don't turn on your weather app. Just... Yeah, it's rude to use a cell phone in the middle of the podcast. Dust storm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's the dusty city. That's what they're calling it nowadays. Oh, wow. I Rappers don't... call it that. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard their tracks. What are they called? What are the, the tracks? The rap tracks? The rap tracks? The, the, the hip- they're called joints. The I'm jo- going to drop this joint. Okay, and what are these joints called? What are the, what are some names of these joints? Oh, Waka Flocka has a new one. It's called oh. Dust This Ish Up. Oh, he was in Final Fantasy X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he rescued all the uh, yokai, the spirits. Yeah, sure. That's legit. Yeah. I've been to Japan. Yeah, well, that's all it is. I've met a kappa. It's a turtle-like creature that lives in the river. But don't play with it if you're a child, because it will drag you down to your death. Yeah, that's a serious serious thing to warn people about. Yeah. Why don't we have kappas here in the, the United States? Because we're cowboys. We just shoot them and put our heads on our saloon walls. Oh, that's why there's so many turtle shells all over the West. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That yeah. makes so much more sense now. Thank and, you, Dottore. Oh, you're welcome. That's really, very informative. Yeah, that well, look who has educated the educator. Keith! <laughs> Enough about your snarnigans. We're not here to discuss a man. We're here to discuss 
A planet. A mighty planet, Keith. You know what planet we're discussing? Mars? Mars. But Keith, we are civilized people. Yes. Before uh, we can have a calm and orderly discussion, I must first damage your mind with questions. Uh-oh. Yeah. But I really feel like I'm forgetting something. Well, your ear was smoking earlier. Yeah, that that's not normally something my ear does. Yeah. Must be this weird weather, huh? Yeah, what the, the dust storms. Yeah. You know, uh, do you mind if I just look out the pod chamber? Real no, quick? no, don't look out the pod chamber window. Stay here. Sit. All right. Great. Hey. Hey, yeah. Hey, guy. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Guess hey, what hey. I... Hey, guess hey. what? What? Guess what I want to do to you. Come here. I'm coming. Come here. Come here. Come here. You know what I want to do? No. No, 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 no. no, I'm really uncomfortable. I want to do the episode 15 Keith Handle the Mars Lightning Round Review. Ah! Brought to you by Pritos. You'll sweat it out. Keats, you know how this James goes. Answer my questions rightly, and I will gaze upon you with an auspicious eye. Answer wrongfully, and you will be banished to the Omega Zone. No, no. Clear? Yeah, who lives in the Omega Zone? The Omega Virus. Is that a bad virus? Oh, it's a bad. One of the worst. What about Omega Red? Omega Red, uh, he will come by from time to time to get his tentacles cleaned. I mean, I kind of want to meet that guy. Really? I want to meet that guy. Well, if you answer wrong, you might just get your chance. All right. <clears throat> then let's commensurate the questions. Question number one. Teenage detective Veronica Mars is named after the Roman glob of what? She is named after the Roman god of blonde hair. Correct! Question number two. Yes. Filber the blank. Phobos and demons are the blanks of Mars. The moons! Correct! Question number three. What is the name of the rock band that backs up concept album icon Zagna Starbert? Starface Mars face. Correct! <laughs> Question number four. Villain the blank of this quote by Renaissance philosopher and Maraschino Factiolico. Only blank delaminates Mars. He never denominates her. Only blank delaminates Mars, and he never denominates her. This is a good one. This is a good one. I know this one. Mm-hmm. I know this one. Mm-hmm. I know this one. Susan. Correct! <laughs> Question number five. What? Orson Swell's podcast, Worm of the Worlds, said marshlings ride around in tripod robots. Are they handicapped or just lazy boys? Well, they, I think by the American Disabilities Act, standards would be considered handicapped, but don't tell that to their face, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-mm. They are... Prideful. Differently abled. Oh, yeah. And differently legged. Hey. Three of them! Yeah, they've got three. That's Those pretty lucky weird. lucky beasts. It's pretty weird. They can't fall over. Nope. No matter how you try, they can't, wobble. Yeah. yeah. Keith! Yes? Question number six. Do you agree with the fact that President Turok Obalmond canceled the NASA space Krogan because of his birth certificate being on Mars? Well, no, we obviously know that President Turok canceled Obalmond canceled the space program because of all of the aliens he was having to fight that looked like dinosaurs with a bow and arrow. Correct! Question number seven. Yes. Why was Mars afraid of the seventh planet Uranus? Mars was afraid of Uranus Uranus is a bigger man than he is. Correct! I would have also accepted because seven, eight, nine! (laughs) (laughs) Question number eight! Ah! 
because of its low atmospheric temperature, can liquid water exist on the surface of Mars? Yes and no. Uh, please explain. The judges uh, are on the fumes. Okay, okay. So check it out. At the high elevations of Mars, nope. The low elevations of Mars, yep. Final answer. Maybe. Correct. Well done, Keith Hand. Flawless victory. All questions have been tagged, bagged, and are on their way to the abattoir. For your efforts, you will receive a constellation prize of a smell shard. Today's scent options? Blickerish or cockatrice? Cockatrice. Good choice. Balnaz, get the cockatrice out. Where is Balnaz? Shut. I've been taking voice lessons. Would you like to hear? Yes, I would. Mayo, mayonnaise. Mayo, mayonnaise. Mayo, mayonnaise. So beautiful. Thank you. So beautiful. I put the foghorn back in foghorn leghorn. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Can I hear it? Sure. I'm a rootin' tootin' son of a bitch. I'm gonna shoot the shit out of you kids. A rabbit that talks? Here it comes. I'm small, so I compensate through violence. It's for the 90s, Keith. It's a new era of cartooning. Yeah, really. You, you did a gritty reboot on Foghorn Leghorn there. Every, oh, I was thinking of, um... <laughs> Tennessee Tuxedo? I was thinking of Yosemite Slam. Oh, okay. Foghorn Leghorn would never act like that. No, I, I didn't think so. He's but, a giant but, chicken. Yeah. The size of a man, weirdly. Well, delicious man. Yep. <clears throat> he was great. Anyway, Keith and... We're here to talk about Mars, man. Yes. Keith, why does anybody care about planet of Mars? We care about the planet of Mars because life could have been there. Answering that question is the question that has been on our minds since we first started going into space. You mean humans? Yes. Is there other life out there in the universe? And finding evidence that life evolved on Mars could help answer that question. And we found this evidence? Nope, not yet. Oh. Not yet, nope. We're so still, still trucking on that dust ball. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's nothing on Mars of interest but confirmation that we are alone in the Hooniverse. Well, I wouldn't say that it's confirmation that we're alone because we've actually found some pretty recent exciting news. Like what even? Well, Curiosity rover just discovered that Mars had a habitable environment. Did she? Are you sure she wasn't just lying to get attention? Well, it was right before she went behind the sun and we couldn't talk to her for... Yeah, yeah. Putting out a big act. Oh, I'm not talking to you because I'm behind the sun. You get you get <clears throat> sassy all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, you... broken hearts are for jerks. I'm a man of science. Broken hearts. What did you? What are you implying? I have cholesterol issues. Oh, Detore. What? They got a pill for that now. A pill? Yeah. Give it to me. I, I don't. Give I, it to I, me. I got it down my mouth. I can go to the drugstore and get you one. Thank you. So I'll, just, I'll just go exit the no, pod no, no, chamber. No, 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 wait. Don't leave the pod chamber in Chicago where we are. Stay here. Okay. I just weird. started a roaring fire in the other area. Yeah, I did want to talk about that fire that I'm oh, seeing a lot of. Yeah, the steam coming out of the yeah. wall like that. That's just normal, typical pod chamber fire. Oh, okay. I yeah. mean, I guess this is my first time in here, so. It's a natural cycle. Yeah. Uh... You know, I asked Balnaz for a beverage a while ago. Balnaz is busy. Keith! Yep. Stay on Tropic. What oh, about I'm Mars? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm wandering. So we care about Mars because of how it might give us clues about life. Yes. Uh, 
Um, absolutely. And it also might give us clues about planetary formation. And like how even? Well, if we understand a little bit more about Mars, that's another planet in our solar system that gives us a little bit more uh, information. Because right now, all we really know about planets, for sure, is what we've got here on planet Earth. And that's what we learned from the Bible. Not really. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, whether you agree or not, listener. So... (laughs) See what I'm doing? I'm just making it an even playing field. Yeah, yeah, you're really, you're really uh, painting me into a corner over here. Did I? Yeah. Or did your scientific beliefs paint you into a corner? Answer, nope, because science is the only kind of beliefs. I thought you it's were the kind of belief, yeah. Keith, it's the kind of belief that you can touch. And you can, you can see. I had a, I had a belief once. What's that? What was when that I was belief? a little boy. Yeah. When I was in Bologna. Oh. I went to, I went with my father. And uh, we went down uh, to a place called Pertical Lane. And we saw a tiny uh, uh, infestation of fleas on a dead dog. And I said, Daddy, can't you see the fleas? Can't you see the fleas? There were all sorts of fleas. There were fleas on its eyebrows and, and fleas digging through its, its a swollen belly. And uh, it, was, it was something special. Something very magical. You know, there's something about that story. What? You're from Bologna? Uh-huh. Where's your accent? My accent? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm a man of the world, Keith. I mean, it's primarily Italian, but I've also got other <clears throat> uh, dialectal uh, qualities. Oh, that's right. You have been taking voice lessons. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I went to science school as well. I was a political correspondent earlier. Where, what campaign did you Spice get? Wars. Spice Oh. You remember those? I remember. The, yeah, the... The worms. Yeah, the, the spice worms. And the blue eyes. I figured out how to walk sans rhythm to uh, get close to the worms. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. You gotta, uh, you gotta dubstep it mm-hmm. um, over to them. You remember Sporty Spice? Yeah. Yeah, in the Spice Wars, yeah, I was... Fast Spice. You were Fast Spice? Yeah. You don't see me in a lot of photos of those girls. Uh, so you are the, the blimp-shaped blob in the background that's moving... And got motion lines. Oh, you're too kind. Yes, you could say that. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, then I will. Thank you. Yeah, that's very uh, And that was before uh, Protoshop came out, so they had to physically trim me out of every <laughs> everything. Yeah, because that was the 90s mm-hmm. when the Spice Wars happened. Yeah. Yeah. Spice Wars. That's why gas opening is so expensive nowadays. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's yeah. when we went, started going electric cars. Mm-hmm. It's because the Spice Wars and the worms... They were fe- messing up Kuwait. Yeah, really. That was that was what that war was about, was mm-hmm. the Spice Wars. Yeah. <laughs> the government's not going to tell you that. They're going to no. create a panic. If people can't get their paparicha, uh, the, or their thyme, or their parsley, or their oregano, yeah. they're going to freak out. No, more than freak out, Dottori. I think you'd have a full-on rebellion. Yes. The Saffronians control everything. Well, then, let me just say from the bottom of my heart, Yo. I'm thankful for your help. Fast Spice. You're welcome. It's very kind of you. All right, that's a name I've not heard in a long time. Keith. Yes. What about is Mars made of? Rock. I will. Thank you. Yeah. But what's inside of Mars? So Mars inside, we don't really know for sure. We know that the density is lower than it is here on Earth, which means that there's not quite as much heavy material like radioactive uranium. Not as much iron on the inside of, of uh, Mars there. 
But, you know, for the most part, it's made of a lot of the same stuff that we've got here on planet Earth, just a little different ratios. Like water! Yeah, there is water on Mars. Uh, quite a bit of water, actually. What? Oh, Keith, this is going to send the internet into a frenzy, because most humans don't know that there's water on Mars. Well, we... Where's that water? All over the place. Uh, I, it looks red to me. Is it rest water? Well, it probably wouldn't <clears throat> be too good to eat. Keith? Yep. Is it Menses? You know what I'm talking about? Ant flow, red tide, red dead redemption, blood red moon. I can't believe it's not blooder. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. It's, it is not. It is not any sort of uh, menstruation. It is not Earth's monthly cycle. Oh man, what if Mars? Was just a fallopian egg that came out of the great space cloaca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to think about space, space cloacas. Whoa, the space chicken. Yeah. The sun would kind of make a good yolk. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And we're in the albumen. Oh, my God. It is. It is destined. We're all part of a space egg. We are a space egg. And someday the great space chef is going to crack the shell of the universe. And then eat it. That's science right there. I think that's sound in principle. Yeah, Keith, you mentioned yeah. that Mars is less dense than Earth? Yes. I, can scientists even measure, mention, measure the density? I'm sure. sorry, the destiny of a planet? Yeah, so, I mean, you do it pretty, uh, pretty simply just by comparing it to the gravity we've got here on Earth, the size of our Earth, versus the size of Mars and the gravity experienced on Mars. So, Mars is smaller than the Earth is. Yeah! USA! USA! But it's half the diameter of Earth, and 38% the gravity. Which tells you that it's a little less dense than Earth is. Because the more dense something is, the more... Gravity. Gravity it is! Yes, the more matter there is in a given volume, the, the more gravity there will be. So, its mean density is a little lower than it is here on Earth. So. What's his nice density? What's his nice density? Mm-hmm. Five. Oh, that checks out. Yeah, Earth's is only four. Whoa! So Mars has got to got to step up there in nice density. Yeah, well, it's named after the god of war. Yeah, it, it really has uh, been kind of smeared in the press. I think because of that, like the great press to make Mars wine. Yeah, that's uh, that's how you get smeared. Oh, Martian wine. Yeah, Martian wine. Oh my gosh, I would like to drink Martian wine. It'd probably be pretty terrible. Is Marsha Wine a code for menses? No. <laughs> okay, Keith. This episode is taking a filthy turn, and I can feel <laughs> <Yeah>. you resisting. <laughs> but, Keith, yeah. I am far denser than you. You must be... I know, I'm feeling the gravitational pull towards you. Yes. In fact, I feel pretty light. You feel light? Like, I feel... Buoyant? I feel like if I weighed 100 pounds, I would only weigh 38 pounds. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Keith, I think you have an eating disflavor. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I mean I, I've got these. Okay, you can't see right now because you're at home, but Keith is squeezing his, his parts. Ample bosoms. His ample bosoms. You know, me, me and Dottori, we got a lot in common. <clears throat> like what? Our ample bosoms. Hmm, I wouldn't call them ample. I'd say they are, uh, they're fruitful. Oh, th- because they produce all sorts of garlic butter. Yeah, they... Wait, yours or mine? 
Mine? I don't know about yours. That'd be weird. It would be weird, but it's kind of weird since you've been using Prism, and that's all I've been texting about. Your ample bosoms? Producing garlic butter, yeah. From your ample bosoms? Yeah. I thought I was alone in that. I thought everyone else made me all. I haven't seen you at the groups. There's a group for this? Yeah! What's it called? It's called The Butternuts. <laughs> the Butternuts. Yep. Like, you butter not make a comment about my ample bosoms. Exactly. Huh. That, that is actually, that's the slogan. That's interesting. It's kind of, uh, kind of unfortunate you were able to guess that on the first try, actually. Why is that unfortunate? I'm a man of science. Well, yeah, but... Keith, we're yeah. getting off subject. Hmm? Let's focus on Mars. Okay. Have we found anything on Mars ever? Yes. We've found... Ample. Uh, well, we found a few uh, very interesting things on Mars. For instance, we've discovered quite a bit of water on Mars. So much so on the South Pole alone that if it was to melt... It would cover the planet in 36 feet of water. This sounds like a fact that is not discernible. What? Is this true? Yeah, in fact, uh, scientists used to think that the polar ice caps themselves were made exclusively of carbon dioxide, frozen carbon dioxide, uh, which you, of course, know is... uh, Dry mice. Dry mice, yeah. Uh, Dry mice is something that, you know, is pretty weird to have here on Earth, but on Mars, it's so cold up at the poles that it actually snows dry ice but we've discovered that that's really just a thin layer of dry ice sitting on top of frozen water whoa yeah so the poles of mars are oceans waiting to be unlocked exactly just like in total recall the original the original when the bad company made the made the good gun made the good gun (laughs) that's right and uh uh Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi was there, and he smashed his hand on a Russian face. Yeah. That was a good movie. That was a great... Yeah. Okay, so we found ice. Yes. That's good. Have we found anything else of interest? Have we found oil? Because that's really all we care uh, we're about. We're not going to find oil on Mars. Why? Well, um, actually, <clears throat> who knows? Because there was no dinosaurs on it? Yeah, we don't know if there was any life. But it doesn't need to be dinosaurs or dino riders. Mm-hmm. It could just be... Honest the power. Yeah, it could just be bacteria. Bacteria make it into oil? Yeah, bacteria. Lots of bacteria, single-celled organisms, like algae, turn into oil. Oh, I knew that. I'm a man of science. I know, you were just saying that just for the benefit of... Oh, it's just human Yeah, I gotcha. Wink! Wink, wink. Here comes the bank. Keith! So if we do discover that there was life on Mars, we'll find oil. Sweet. We'll get it. We need that valuable oral. Do you think someday humans will infest Mars? I think it's, at some point in the future, very likely that humans will go to Mars, probably live on Mars. I could see a small research base on Mars, but it's pretty hostile to life. I I really don't think, aside from tourism, you would have very much going on on the surface of Mars. Kind of like... New Jersey. Hey! Microchondria. Did you, do you have any listeners in New Jersey? Um, I have actually a lot of downloads in New Jersey. <laughs> Sorry, Jersey. <laughs> You're still beautiful. No matter what America says. <laughs> no, well, uh, yeah. But... <laughs> but Keith, have you been to New Jersey? No. I've driven through there. Not nice. Parts of it smell. No, I live in Chicago. Where the river smells, and there's something wrong with yeah, that. And it's the dusty city. The dusty, yes. Oh, yes. We're in Chicago in the dusty city. 
right? Dust rustlers. Yeah, that's what they call us. Chicagans. Gang bangsters around every corner. I've never heard that, but... Uh, well, but, you haven't been to the South Side. But Waka Unitas, or whatever his name is. Waka Flocken? Waka Flocken. Yeah, he uh, he does some really great tracks about Look, Blitzball. Just because he's a hardcore gangster doesn't mean he's a gangs banger. Did, did you say hard horse gangster? He's a hard horse gangster. Oh. He drops a hoof on those beats. He's not from Philly, <laughs> so a, so even though he does get the Phillies. Oh yeah, he's a stag and he's got swag. Coming this summer, feeding out of his oat bag. Don't be an ag. Are you what? Are you he? I'm Walker Flocka's hype man. Okay, good. Okay, look, this pod chamber doesn't pay for itself. No, so sometimes you got a moonlight uh, at the racetracks mm-hmm. where he I... drops a hoof. <laughs> um, drops a fat hoof on this track. Yeah, really. Uh, he he's got a lot of raps about. Hoof and mouth disease, mm-hmm. and and oats, and stepping in his own excretus because he's in a stable most of the time. Yeah, and breaking other horses' legs so that they get shot. And that's gangster. That that's old so, school that gangster. Is, that, is, that is some O O H G. Oh horse god. Oh horse god, right there. And how he's got the man on his back all the time riding him. Yeah, that's. But it, for him, it's literal. <laughs> yeah, it's a tiny man. Mm-hmm. That's always the way it is. At the top of the pyramid, where they have the most money, they're always the smallest. Yeah, I believe isn't that called a uh, a Rapunzel complex? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Rapunzel was a tiny woman, tiny, smaller than Thumbelina, which is strange. Yeah, weird. Uh, but apparently, lots of hair. Oh yeah, she and, overcompensated it, and she was defeated by the Russians because they guessed her name. That's correct. Yeah, okay, good. Looks like somebody's been studying up on his Irish folklore. What can I say? Stop (laughs) stop clicking your hand bones into the microphone. Some people are sensitive. It makes them trigger their vomit reflex immediately. They're going to be driving to work, listening to this podcast through their earbuds unsafely. They hear your knuckles crack as all sorts of viscous fluids fill the empty chasm between the bones. And all of a sudden, their windshield is filled with cran, muffin, and coffee bombs. Yeah, but if it's in New Jersey, this yeah. was the difference. No big loss. Oh! oh, I just felt lightheaded. We have oxygen in here. Keith! Humans may someday go to Mars. Yes. Would you want to go to Mars? I would. I think it'd be a great place to visit. Good to know. But that sounds really ominous. Good talk, Keith. And boy, are my haunches flensing. Let's go outside for casual journey. I feel like it's a bad idea for some reason. Uh, to go outside? Yeah, seriously, just let me check my phone. <laughs> Keith, don't be such a sick in the butt. It's a beautiful day. Let me just open this hatch right here and... Oh, we're losing pressure! Hang on, it's something. I don't feel like it. Whoa, here I come. Wow! Yes, I can. See, I brought this oxygen boot. Take a whiff. <gasps> you combined a breathing mask with a boot. Why would you do that? Look, just, just relax. Suck it in. Tie your boot scrap behind your head and breathe normally. I'm so angry that this thing actually works. I'm an oxygenius. You're an oxymoron. <laughs> Say the joke.
a genius. You're an oxymoron. Thank you. We need to get back inside. Did I mention we're on Mars now? Yeah, I kind of figured that out. That's the thing that you forgot about because I zapped a chunk of your brain right out. You zapped the chunk of my brain out? Yeah, you weren't using it. Your human body only uses like 90% of its brain. Wait, how long have we been gone? Mm, long time, Kimosabe. But I have a family. Yeah, well, you're going to have to postpone your big day for another nine months. I can't believe you did this. We, we need to get back inside, though. There's not enough atmospheric pressure here on Mars. We're starting to swell up. It's fine. I do that when I'm excited. Also, we're absorbing a ton of radiation. Yeah, like 11 microsieverts. That's... It, actually, yeah, that's that's about right. Still, though, asphyxiation handled, radiation death handled. Why can't you just enjoy being the second Earthman to walk on Mars? Are you going to enjoy it when we freeze to death? Keith, it's February 15th. It's the summer polstice! We're 70 degrees outside! Yeah, for now. But then tonight's gonna come. And you know how it's gonna happen? Huh. Temperature's gonna drop. So like, drop to negative 100. Well, then we better get a move on. Detori, come back! And don't worry about tonight. It's gonna be a hot one. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? Are you putting on cologne? Of course! For science. Wait a minute. Are you getting yourself all gussied up so you can impress that newfangled curiosity rover? With whom I had a tumultuous love affair. With whom you had a tumultuous... Well, you just said that. Keith! That's just being silly. Mars is a huge place. The odds of me finding curiosity here are a million times... Ah! My bingles! Detore! Oh, son of a... That's my prize-winning shin! Do you realize what this is? A pronoun? It's the... Mars Rover! Curiosity! Oh, baby, I missed you so much! You're a little dusty, but that's okay. I want to roll around in that dust like a dirty bird. Oh, there's so much I've been meaning to tell you! Hey, Detori. As much as I'm enjoying this, you gotta stop. Never! You're damaging its solar array. I will heal it with my love. Stop it, Detori! Now, don't stop. Woo! Feels good. Curiosity, your voice has dropped. That's okay. I never listened anyway. Detori, look. That's not curiosity. Look at it. See? It's Opportunity. One of the other rovers. Now it's on low power, so if we just clean the dust off of these solar cells, it should be okay. like my old bony self again. You're no curiosity? Forget about that, young bird. Take a spin with this old rover. I'll show you the hottest magic dance on Mars. Is this for real? Yeah, it's a real robot. I think maybe over time the solar radiation though has gotten to it. I was sent here on a 90-day mission. Are you almost done? That was nine years ago. Want to see me eat my own filth? No, 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 we're good, we're good. Don't do that. Still, though, that hot magic dance sounds pretty cool. Maybe Curiosity will be there, Keith! Right on! Curiosity far out and groovy, man. Follow me! Shagged that bird seven ways from Chinatown. Where are you going? To find the magic, man! Tori, we may be able to hack Opportunity to send an SOS to NASA! Then we should probably follow him! But be careful. The Tungsten Raiders may be out in the Dune Sea hunting for man flesh. Just please shut up. Okay. This is the entrance of the cave of the Magic Man, man. I can lead you no further. Because you're forbidden? Because there's an incline greater than 45 degrees in there. Look at these stupid wheels. 
They're like saggy testicles. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keith. Did I bump your testes, man? No, but I just, I don't want to imagine your saggy testicles. I don't have any. I'm a rover. But could I borrow yours, man? No, absolutely not. Please Take not. a soil sample. Oh, yeah, oh, look, we gotta go in this cave now. Later. Alright, yeah, man. Have a jam with the wizard from Mars. Okay, whatever you say, buddy. Hello? Is anybody in here? This is the Torre from the popular Earth Internet Show Blaster Podcast. Who dares trespass in the cave of murder? Whoa! Your name is Whoa. No! Your name is No. No, my name is Zatora. My name is Zatora. What? My name is Zatora. Well, I'm a wizard. Behold! That was some smoke. Are you not satisfied with my majesty? No! What is your name? I have many names. Most of them are unpronounceable to the mouth of mortal men. Especially my legal name. Merlin. Merlin? Ah, you're no mortal man. What magic is this? I just said what you said. What did I say again? Merlin! Merlin! Oh, where is he? Oh, you speak the demon tongue of my ancestors. Be gone, you beef succubus. I will blast thee to the tower of the seer. <laughs> Wait, can you can you help us prepare a ship? Mm-hmm. You know what now? What? Magic! <laughs> magic, I'm doing this so much magic right now, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> magic! Space charlatan just sent us back to Earth! We're home! (laughs) I would never have believed it if it didn't just happen to us. Yep, once again, science saves the day. Wait a minute, Merlin didn't send us back to Earth with science. What was it then, smarty pants? Magic! Ah! (laughs) Oh, oh, Keith, we finally gave that wizard the slip. I'm glad we did! So glad. That guy was weird. He was such a weirdo. Yeah. Well, Keith, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but it's time to get back to business. You know what time it is, my friend. It's time for Ask Detore. Oh, okay. Let me see what we got here in the old mailbag. All right. Here we go. Just going to... All right. Okay. Here's one. Lisa Cap Evans asks, how acidic is the rain in Chicago? And can it be used as a cleaning product? Good question, Cat. On the pH scale, Chicago rain is more acidic than a lemon, but less acidic than the future drinking water of those who support fracking. Still, it's hard to argue with that sweet gas company check. Hell, I'd sell my own children's future for a quick buck. You have children? Where? Kill it! Whoa, whoa, okay, well, what about then using rainwater as a cleaning product? Oh, yes! Chicago rainwater will clean the Red Hot Cheetos dust right off your infant's fingers and lips. Just ask any Chicago mother you find on a bus! Okay, um, well, here's a, another question. Uh, this one is from Geek Girl Chicago, and she writes, Scientifically, why are fandom women drawn to male characters 100% incapable of healthy relationships? Examples, Loki, Sherlock, and Dottore. Well, <laughs> Keith, I appreciate that. Well, 
Geek Girl Chicago. Phantom women are drawn to male characters who have commitment issues because it's hard to find a trustworthy man when you're just a phantom. You're made out of ectoplasm. No guy wants to put a ring on a finger that can't hold a ring on it because it's ephemeral. Yeah, let's not also think about the fact that these girls can't even commit to death. Right. You know? Yeah. So maybe maybe they're just externalizing some of their issues onto these men that can't hold down relationships and make commitments. Here's the thing. Let me Here's the thing. Let me give you a little bit of advice, Phantom Ladies. If you don't want to be a Phantom Menace, just get yourself together with a Lich King. You get the ring, you get that MRS degree. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying, ladies? The Mars Rover side. <laughs> oh no, Dottore! Dottore, shh, 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 get, get over here, get over here. Wait, wait. Cradle, cradle your head wait. in my ample bosoms. No! Just, just, I have space sh- issues. Sh- sh- Ooh, garlic sh- butter. Sh- yeah. Keith Hand, I'm sorry I took you to Marm's under false pretenses. It's okay. Uh, my family thought I was dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved. Mm-hmm. They're kind of upset mm-hmm. about this whole thing. But fortune favors the bald. Yeah, sure. I went to Mars, and that was great. You got your ass to Mars. Yes, I did. And left behind some of your skin, because that liquid nitrogen sure did do damage to it. Yeah, uh, the hair hasn't grown back on any part of my body yet. Well, that's good. Is it? Yeah, because now you can become a pro swimmer. Oh, also, I found out that they don't call it the Dusty City. Oh, Chicago? Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, Waka Faka uh, really didn't take kindly to my hairless ass showing up and trying to ride him. Um, well, I'll tell you, if you call Waka Flocka Waka Faka, he's probably going to take offense anyway. Oh, that's, you know, that might have been it too. Yep. Um, I may have had some hearing damage mm-hmm. as a result of explosive decompression. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, all in all, I'd say... You know, you buy me a Coke, I think we're even. Great! But Keith, it's not time for Cokes right now. You know what time it is for, even? It's time for plugs! It's time for plugs! It's time for plugs, not drugs, but plugs! Give me a hug! Don't... Sure. Don't even think sure, about it. I, would love I don't want your weird skin grafts all over this temple of a body! See, I was really just hoping that I could just sort of merge into you. Oh, crash into me? Yeah, that's a... You know, I can clear my orbit when I'm moving through space. Maybe someday if I accidentally bump into you, I will absorb you into my mass. Well, when that day happens, I'll be the happiest woman in Chicago. You're a woman? The dusty city. This is a real gender bender. <laughs> yeah, things are going things are going off the rails here, buddy. Things got weird after we got back from Mars. Yeah, well, I'm not even sure I'm the same person anymore. Nope. Keith, it's time for plugs, bro. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, okay, so first of all, uh, I do a show, we'll be coming back in the fall, called the Planetary Defense Force. Woo! For updates, you can follow us on the Facebook. Yes! If you go to facebook.com slash planetary defense force, all one word, you will find the greatest video game live action show in Chicago. I guarantee it. I guarantee it? I guarantee it. Uh, also, uh, we will be uh, Andy North, who was a previous Andy guest. Norman. Andy North and I will be heading out to New York on July 13th Whoa. of 2013. So if you're listening to this far into the future. 7-13-13. Yes, yeah, 7-13-13. Uh, on Governor's Island in New York City, we Whoa. are participating in the Come Out and Play Festival, the, the field day. Is that the festival where you admit to the world that you are gay and then you just... Have fun with beach balls? Uh, you kind of, you, you admit that you like playing with balls. Okay. That's a start. On a field in New York City. Mm-hmm. 
So Governor's uh, Island. Governor's Island. Uh, the the biggest meetup spot for all people, all ball lovers. All ball hogs. All ball hogs. Just go straight to Governor's Island, July 13th. The event runs from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So come out and see us. We are going to be doing a new game we are calling The Adventure Squad versus The Sky Pirates. Whoa! Yes. So it's a live-action platformer. So come on out. It'll be a blast. If you're interested in more information, again, either go see our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Planetary Defense Force, or go to comeoutandplay.org. That sounds awesome. I'm excited. If you're in New Jersey and you're still listening, go to Come Out and Play July 13th. And all will be forgiven. You're welcome, New Jersey. Hey, Keith! What, Dottori? I have some really special new plugs. What's that? Blaster Podcast now has its own official website. Oh my goodness! Yes, come visit us at blastropodcast.com. We spent the big bucks for the dot com. And you can be... Be deviled and be jeweled with free episodes of Blaster Podcast that you can listen to directly off the site. Give it a moment to load. You can also look at pictures of my idiot roommate Mark Soloff. You can also listen to samples of his work writing for Our Fair City or videos of his comedy. You can also check out things that other people have said to Dottore. And if you have an Ask Dottore question, you can go ahead and write it in the comment section of the Ask Dottore section of the site right there. It's a one-stop shopping network. Wait, are you saying we don't have to ask you on Twitter anymore? No, you don't. Oh, my goodness. This is truly the future. Because, Keith, no one uses Twitter anymore. People no. just go directly to websites of things that they like. Yeah, that's that's the wave of the future. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. And secondly, Dottore's idiot roommate Mark Soloff will be performing with Our Fair City for a special live show in Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Convergent Science Fiction Convention. You can find them at 3 p.m. on Saturday, July 6th on the Harmonic Convergence stage. So if you'll be at the convention or in Minneapolis, come out and see the show. He's doing a sort of post-apocalyptic Johnny Carson show known as the Archibald Funny Pants Radio Hour. So come on out and support him. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to Blaster Podcast on iTunes. And give it five stars. Yeah! Dottori lives on those stars. I do! I'm like, I, I eat uh, uh, Lucky Charm cereal, and most people eat the marshmallows, but I eat the corn stars. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's been looking a little sparse on those stars lately, and, and Dottori's kind of looking like, like just flaps. Yeah. Just flaps. I'm, I'm more ovular than yeah. spheroid. It's just sort of drooping now. Yeah. He, he lost that, like, firm fatness. Yeah, I really gotta start a Kickstarter to get the Dottore food fund going. A Kickstarter? Yeah. I don't know that I want to be a part of a Kickstarter. Really? Yeah. You don't have to be part of it, you just need to throw money at me. And then you kickshard something? And then I wiggle in a jiggle and I kick the shard out. <laughs> there it goes. That was actually far more enjoyable than I expected. Of course. Keith, thank you so much for being on Blaster Podcast. It has been a pleasure and an honor to serve with you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a, a wonderful adventure. And I hope someday you get to colonize Mars. Meanwhile, on the red planet Mars... What card do you have? I don't know, man. I can't see that far into the cave. Well, this is your card. It was brought to me by Magic. Wait, how did you guess my card? Magic. That's amazing. You're welcome. Will you dance with me, babe? Kind of. I'm kind of hobble next to you. I'm Merlin. I'm the Opportunity Robot.
Good night, man. Good night, sweet prince. 